0: Doing daily devotions repatterns the way we think, transforms the spirit of our mind, and helps us become more like Jesus. Join us here, Monday through Friday, as various pastors and leaders at Fusion Church share devotion and teaching through that day's soap scripture. Download the current soap reading plan at fusionchurch.cc soap. Alright, good morning, good morning. Fusion Church, 6am family, how are you guys feeling today? All right, Wednesday morning. Really excited for this one. We are in Matthew 24, verses 36 through 51. Um, we're gonna be talking about some uh some some controversial topics here, you know. That you know, my, my Bible has the headlines of uh no one knows the day or the hour and the faithful servant and the evil servant. Um so we're gonna get into it, guys. Um uh, some 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 topics that have been a part of discussion, especially um uh, um when is Jesus coming back? When is when is his return? And there's been so much controversy for so long, probably since probably since the the the, the day that Jesus uh said this you know in and Matthew and people have been questioning and thinking and 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 all this stuff so but we're gonna get into it a little bit so um again Matthew 24 36 verses 36 through 51 I'm gonna pray and we're gonna jump into it. Father we love you Lord and and we just thank you for for your word Lord God we thank you for for the time that, that we have, Father, just to, to be in fellowship um with each other, but most importantly with you, Lord God, Father. So during this, this brief time that, that we have together, Lord, discussing your word, I pray that you would just be with us. You would you, you, you would speak to our minds and speak to our hearts, Lord God, that your Holy Spirit would be at each and every place wherever this word is heard, Lord God, that you would be there, Father. And it'd be you that's speaking throughout this entire time father we praise you and we love you for everything that you're doing in jesus name amen and amen all right all right matthew 24 uh beginning with verse 36 but of that day and hour no one knows not even the angels of heaven but my father only but as the days of noah were so also will the coming of the son of man be for as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will be the coming of the son of man be. Then two men will be in the field. One will be taken, and the other left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and the other left. Watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Who then is a faithful and wise servant, whom his master made ruler over his house, to give them food in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his master, when he comes, will find so doing. Assuredly, I say to you that he will make him ruler over all his goods. But if that evil servant says in his heart, my master is delaying in coming and begins to beat his fellow servants and to eat and drink with the drunkards, the master of that servant will come on a day when he is not looking for him at an hour hour that he is not aware of and will cut him in two and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Amen. Amen. All right. Give it a stretch. Have a sip if you got it. So um, it begins with, of that day and hour, no one knows. So, so here, Jesus re- is referring to the original question in the beginning of the chapter, in verse 3 uh, um, of Matthew 24, they, the, his disciples asked, what will be the sign of your coming? And his answer was very unexpected, right? Because his disciples knew that he was the Messiah. At this point, his disciples know that he's the son of God. And so he, he says, Of that day and hour, no one knows. Right. And that probably like threw them for a loop. Like, what are you talking about? How, like, like you're the son of God? How do you how do you not know? You know, but to give this idea the, the strongest um emphasis, Jesus claimed that this knowledge was reserved for his father only. So see if Jesus himself, at least during his his earthly ministry, did not know the day or the hour, it emphasizes that, the, that it's foolish, right? It's foolishness of any any person, anybody at all making any predictions regarding um any prophetic timetable of the end times, right? And we've heard about people trying to predict when the end of the world is coming right you know you and sometimes you see the 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 people on the side of the street with the signs you know like the end is near or whatever um just uh quite a few years ago there was an uh, individual um a radio broadcaster preacher type guy who predicted the end of the world um and this man made several predictions um um, and news flash none of them came true cuz we're all still here right no no one no one got raptured um but he made several predictions over over his career about you know the end of the world the end of the world you know he predicted um September 6 1994 right that was that was his first prediction god's coming back second coming all this stuff right and then as September 6 came he was like no nah, no nah it's september 9th and then that came and went and it's october 2nd 1994 that's when 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 crisis coming back right right 1994 long time ago never happened right and then in 2005 he made a prediction of may 21st 2011 right i don't know if anybody remembers this it was all over the news And he made these predictions, May 21st, 2011, and people were buying into this to the point where people were selling their homes, selling their businesses, right? Um, I have a cousin, um, and Pop will will remember this. I have a cousin whose husband wholeheartedly, 100% bought into this, right? Sold their home, sold their business, Right, bought a bought a camper. Right. And this cousin, as y'all know, I have a lot of family at Fusion Church. This cousin does not go to Fusion Church. So don't go walking or looking at looking at my family members at our various locations and be like, were you the crazy cousin? No, they do not attend fusion church. Okay. Um, but uh they bought a camper and they plastered all across the camper. The end is coming, May 20, uh May 21st, blah, 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 blah. Right. And um, all over social media, they were posting, you know, pictures and they were on the side of the road. They were preaching, they were buying in. And this, this dude's, you know, quote unquote ministry was receiving, you know, so much money from people all around the country to help push this narrative that the end is coming, right? Well, May 21st came and guess what didn't happen? The rapture. Did not happen and then he 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 changed and said well that was actually on may 21st we went through a spiritual judgment but the real second coming of jesus is going to happen on october 21st of 2011 right so then he doubled down on this and people lost everything and when that that date came and passed homeboy went silent right he finally recanted said that he was wrong and he passed away soon thereafter but people got so wrapped up this dude was finally um finally finally called a false prophet by the mainstream media you know but look what happened people decided to follow a man instead of following the word of God, right? And my cousin's husband, you know, he and I would get into uh, uh, philosophical debates, we'll just say, about this whole thing. And I would say, all right, man, okay, okay. So we believe in Jesus Christ, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. We believe in the Bible, right? Yeah, yeah, 100%, 100%. So how come if Jesus, right? Jesus, J-U-S-U-S, said, No one knows, not the angels, not even the son of man knows the date or the hour. What makes you think that this old dude in Colorado knows that the date, uh, well, the date and the hour of Jesus coming is coming back? Well, you know, if you really read the scriptures and blah, 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 and the calculations and blah, 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 so you're completely forsaking what the word of God is saying. Brothers and sisters, we have to be so careful with who we are listening to, what we are listening to, right? Because now, that was in 2011, all this stuff was happening, right? Social media wasn't as big, as as huge as it is now, right? There are so many preachers. You can go down the, the YouTube and just get caught up in all kinds of preachers preaching all kinds of stuff. And you're going to get trapped because if you, you, you as an individual do not have a relationship with Jesus Christ, do not have an understanding of the scriptures, and you do not have to be a theologian. But if you're consistently in the word, consistently in prayer, right, then when you hear certain things, when you're listening to certain videos or watching certain videos or whatever the case may be, you will be able to to to, to hear When false teaching is happening, you will know, you will have discernment, right? You will have discernment. The Holy Spirit will speak to you, be like, nah, 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 nah. That's not, that's not truth. That is not what the word of God says. That is not what the Father says. Okay, so please do not get caught up on anything like this. Okay, be very observant, be very aware. We do not know the day or the hour of when Jesus is going to come back. But that's not a reason to fear. Because if you know that you know that you know that you are a child of God, you have nothing to worry about, and it won't matter when he comes back because we know we will be in heaven with him whenever it happens we will get caught up right but individuals like to like to uh hold on to these false teachings right so that that tells them i have a little bit more time there's more time for me to act crazy. There's more time for me to live how I want to live. There's more time to do what I want to do. No one could tell me, but you know, oh, it's going to happen on May twenty first, two thousand eleven. So on May twentieth, that's when I get my life right, you know. And that's not how it works. Verse thirty seven talks about the days of Noah. You know, he he says that it, it, when, it when it talks about um. It, the days of Noah is, is it's a life centered around normal things, right? Eating, drinking, marrying, giving, in marriage life will be business as usual, right? It's going to be a very, you know, ordinary day, you know, but they're also but there are actually two thoughts on this whole eating and drinking and marrying and giving to marriage, right? There's a, there's a, uh, people, there's, there's a belief of a sinister meaning, right? Where eating is, you know, gluttony and just just people just ingesting any, anything they want to do and marrying and given in marriage you know is is the idea of a free sexual license and what are we seeing in the world today what are we seeing that people are doing to their bodies doing to each other right the lifestyles that people are embracing right what's a man what's a woman you know what's the defi- Like and people are so confused right you know but you know and, and and these things are becoming normal quote unquote normal right and us as believers if we talk against what is happening now we are the abnormal ones we are the crazy ones right and and that's not to say that these people uh, are all insane all crazy however they have been they have been deceived They have been deceived by the enemy into believing these crazy, crazy lies. We should also remember that during the days of Noah, uh, it was marked by violence. It was marked by demonic oppression, right? In Genesis 6, beginning verse 1, I'm just going to read it real quick. It says, now it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born to them that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were beautiful and they took wives for them of all whom they chose. And the Lord said, my spirit shall now strive with man forever, for he is indeed flesh, but his days shall be 120 years. There were giants on the earth in those days and, and, and moving, moving on to verse five, Then the Lord, listen, then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great on the earth and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. Brothers and sisters, we are in a time where where the heart of the Lord is grieved about what man is doing. We were created in the imago day in the image of God. And mankind is doing everything they can to, to to tarnish that image of who God is, tarnishing it. And now there are there are churches that are buying into this. There are churches that are accepting of everything. Everything is okay. We are doing a disservice as a church if we do not tell people the truth in love, but tell them the truth. There are individuals in Fusion Church who are struggling as part of the LGBTQ community. Believe it or not, there are individuals, but how do we treat them? How do we treat them? We have to treat them with love. We have to, we, we don't accept what they do, but we should still welcome them in because it's not our job to convict anybody. The church, the capital C church has done such a horrible, horrible job, right? When it comes to these issues, the capital C church has, would rather shun people, turn them away instead of welcoming them in and showing them the love of Christ. Because if we showed them the love of Christ, then they would realize what their identity in Christ is, right? And there would be no more struggle. But instead, what we what, what we have done as a church, as a capital C church, is saying they're different, they're living in sin, they're this, they're that, they're the other thing and have shunned them away and they've had no other choice but to turn to the world and to believe the lies of the enemy. Satan has done more to disrupt the family and to disrupt the identity of mankind. He has done everything he can do to take this creation that we are that God made us into and turn it upside down and people are buying it and people are on the on the highway to hell unless we as a church do something there's no more no more time to sit idly by done right people you people used to say we're in the we're, we're in the last days we're in the last days listen i believe we're in the last hours Look what's happening, as in the days of Noah. Look what is happening around us. So we have to be ready, but we do we, we cannot just sit idly by and just wait. Just go into our church, go find our, our, our favorite assigned pew, and sit down, and just wait. Because now we're not meeting the mandate that Jesus Christ put on us to go out into the world and preach the gospel. So, brothers, man, I want a whole tangent on that, but listen, it is so important. It is so important because the the hour of Jesus' return is coming, it is coming. But it says here in verse thirty-nine, they did not know until the flood came and took them all away. Those in the day, those individuals in the days of Noah, they were warned, and judgment came. And those who ignored the warning, it came suddenly and unexpectedly. When Jesus comes back, us as believers should not be surprised. We should not be, we we shouldn't be like, oh my God, what's happening? We will know what's happening. But for those who are not followers of Christ, it will be suddenly and unexpectedly. It's going to happen and they're not going to know what to do. That's why we need to be the light of Christ and show them who Jesus is. We do not have to beat anybody over the head. We just have to show love of Christ. We don't have to go there and, and, and find individuals and pull them off the street and throw holy water and, and oil. and No, we don't have to do anything. Just pray on them. Love on them. Because just like we have individuals who are struggling with certain lifestyles, there are also individuals who part of the church who once lived in that lifestyle and now have a thriving relationship with Jesus Christ. And they know they no longer identify as, as as LGBTQ. They they no longer identify, you know, as, as any of that. They identify as a child of God because we show them the love and the Holy Spirit did the, did the rest of the work. Amen. Amen. That's what we need to do moving on cuz i covered a whole lot right there okay so um he says watch therefore for you do not know in verse 42 you do not know what hour your lord is coming see since since the day of uh, the day and hour of the coming are unknowable jesus followers must be constantly on guard see there's a second coming dilemma you know is it is it an unexpected hour or is it positively predicted right is it business as usual or is it a worldwide catalyz- cataclysm you know is it meeting him in the air you know or is he coming with the saints you know so the, the bible has all kinds of different you know ways that that it talks about the second coming of, of jesus christ right so there's there's two sections you know if if we verses 32 through 35 um which we covered yesterday seems to indicate that um just as a man can tell by the signs of of nature when when summer is is on its way so we can tell by by the signs of the world that the second coming is on its way right and we already talked about that just as the days of noah we're seeing what's happening wars and rumors of wars everything else is happening around the world we can tell that the world is a mess, right? Verse thirty-six through forty-one say uh, definitively that that no one knows the time of the second coming. Not the angels, not Jesus Himself, but only God. That it will come with 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 the suddenness of a rainstorm, right? How many times? Listen, we live in Jersey. the The weather is very unpredictable, right? you know how many days have have you been out there where it's outside it's it's nice and sunny it's a beautiful day and then with a with within a few moments the sky is black and a and a crazy storm comes through and just as as fast as it came through it's gone right unpredictable therefore verse 44 you also be ready for the son of man is coming at an hour you do not expect we must always be ready. We must always be on guard because his coming is without warning. Then he moves on to a parable of uh, of the faithful and the evil servant, right? And, and he says um, in verse 46, blessed is that servant whom his master, when he comes, will find him so doing, right? When the master comes, when Jesus comes back, what are you doing? What are you doing? Jesus told us that we must carry on with diligence while the Lord is gone. We must be that faithful and wise servant who takes care of his master's business while the master is away. Assure Verse 47 Assuredly I say to you that he will make him ruler over all his goods. Jesus promised that we will be rewarded for our diligence. The ser- Listen, we are the servants of the master. We must serve the master. And the master knows how to take care of and how to reward his servants. So what are you doing? How are you serving the master? How are you serving the kingdom? Maybe there's more you need to be doing. Right? We have a lot of individuals who, who just come to the church. Just come to church. Right? And I know what happens at EHT because it happens in Cumberland County. Where people come to church, they want to walk, they want to sit down, they want to get up, and they wanna leave. They don't wanna be involved at all, right? They just wanna be, they just wanna be fed, fed, feed me, feed me, feed me, give me the word, feed me, 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 and nothing, right? But at what point are you gonna take what you've been fed and you're gonna pour it out on other individuals? Are you going to go, are you going to serve the kingdom, right? Are you going to, are you going to do the work that a servant does for the master, right? Because I would argue those individuals who all they're doing is being fed, being fed, being fed, they have a gluttonous spirit. All they want to do is receive. All they want to do is receive, right? And for one reason or another, and that could be a whole nother Zoom call, of why people do not want to serve in the church. Right? But we have to serve the kingdom of God. Cuz if you're not doing if you're not serving the kingdom of God, what are you doing? What are you doing? How are you influencing other individuals to come to know who Jesus Christ is? If all you're doing is coming on a Sunday, you're sitting down, you're being fed and you're just You're just, you're just full of all this, all all this, 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 this word, this knowledge, whatever. And then Monday through Saturday, you're doing nothing. Sunday, you're doing nothing to serve the kingdom, right? doesn't, it doesn't really make sense, right? We need to be serving the kingdom because if all we're doing is receiving, 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 right? We're taking advantage and we're becoming more like the evil servant, right? Because that evil servant says, my master is delaying in coming. And Jesus warns us of this attitude. We must live in constant anticipation of Jesus' return. So I'm going to ask you again, when Jesus returns, what is he going to find you doing? What's he going to find you doing? Are you going to, is he going to find you just, just sitting on, uh, sitting on your hands? Or is he going to find you doing his work? serving the kingdom because there are people who come to the church right and they have experiences right every sunday is an amazing oh it's amazing experience and every sunday there's tears and every sunday is just an emotional experience for you because when you when you Couple the Sunday experience with serving, with living your life outright, that is when you have a true, genuine experience of Jesus Christ and you see his work. You see it in action. You're seeing lives, lives being changed. You're not just so focused on your own little world, right? You, you got to be kingdom-minded because there will be people who come to the church every single Sunday, they do nothing. And by all appearances, they're a Christ follower. But I would argue that they're more there for the emotional experience. And when when, when the second coming happens and Jesus comes back for his church, we will not find them amongst the rest of us because everything was very surface. Everything was very, very, very fake, right? They're just going through the motions because that's what they have to do. It's time for us to get real. Stop playing games. We, we don't have time for games, brothers and sisters. We don't have time for games. We have, we have I'll just say an individual at the church. I'm not going to say male, female, nothing like that, because I know some of y'all investigators, y'all were trying to find out who I'm talking about. But there is... There's an individual, and there's many individuals, who every single Sunday, every single Sunday, they, they 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 come, they sit, they listen to the word, they participate in the worship. Every single Sunday, they go out for prayer with the prayer team. Every single Sunday is the most emotional thing in the world. There's tears. There's all this stuff. Like, oh, because the world is, oh, I'm going through so much and blah, 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 and I'm not discounting. You know, we have, some of us have, have, have hard things we're going through, right? Hard things we're going through. But for every single Sunday to be an emotional wreck, right? I would argue that you do not have a true, genuine relationship with Jesus Christ. You have an emotional relationship with the worship experience. And that's all it is. Because if you have a true, genuine relationship with Jesus Christ, yes, you're going to go through some hard times. Yes, you're going to have those Sundays where all you want to do is be before the throne of God and be at the altar and worship and cry, and that's that's beautiful. But then you also know that once you get up off your knees, you dust yourself off and it's time to get to work because you have the son of God behind you. You have the son of God before you, you have the Holy spirit around you and you can get through anything. The Bible says that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony, right? What is your testimony going to be? Oh, every Sunday I went to, I, I just weeped. It was beautiful. Oh, I just cried. Oh, woe is me. Or is your testimony going to be, yes, I went before the throne. And when I got up, I was ready to do battle. I was ready to fight. I was ready to serve the kingdom. I was like that faithful servant serving the kingdom of God. I wasn't taking advantage. Because it is these, is those individuals who only have a, an emotional relationship with the worship experience. They're the ones that, when Jesus does come back, are going to find themselves looking around and everyone's gone and be like, "But, but, 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 what happened?" And Jesus is going to say, "Depart from me. I never knew you. I never knew you. I was trying to get through to you week after week. I was trying to catch your attention." Right. And the beautiful songs, the beautiful songs that that, that were sung to worship me, right? You know, you really didn't catch the meaning. The sermon that was that was preached to point everyone to me, you weren't getting the, you were not getting the point. You never did. You never had a relationship with me. You were the unfaithful servant. So, brothers and sisters, as I close, as I close, where is your heart at? where is your heart at do you have a, a genuine do you have a genuine relationship with jesus christ are you serving the kingdom are you working for the kingdom are you are, are, are it, when you get up is your prayer lord get me through this get me through this or is it lord how can i better serve your kingdom how can I get closer to you? What can I do to put your name at the forefront of as many people within my circle of influence as possible? How can I, what, what? that should be your prayer, brothers and sisters seek first the kingdom, first the kingdom and his righteousness. And then all these things will be added unto you, all your hopes, all your desires, all the things you want, Because the closer you get to God the more in tune your heart will be with his and your heart will change he will he will he will mold it he will form it so that you are more in line with him brothers and sisters and so no matter what blessing you have you will be completely content because you know that Jesus Christ is sitting on the throne of your heart he is in control amen let's pray father we love you Lord and we thank you for your word. We thank you, Father, that even though we do not know the the, the time or the hour, the day of your coming, Father, we can have the assurance that whenever that is, we are going to be in heaven with you. We are going to go home to glory with you, Lord God. And that's something that we don't have to be fearful of. We don't have to worry about, Lord God, because that's just a fact. I pray, Lord, that you will use us, Father. You will speak to us, Father. If there's Things that we are not doing or things we need to be doing more of, Lord God, you will bring it to the forefront of our minds, bring it to the forefront of our hearts, Lord God. I pray, Lord, that each and every one of us would be like that faithful servant, serving the kingdom, not serving ourselves, Lord. I pray for each and every one of my brothers and sisters on this call right now, Lord. All of my brothers and sisters listening later on the podcast or, or or on the blog, Lord, that you just you just speak with them, Father. You speak to them in a way that they can hear your ver- your voice clearly, Lord. So they they so that they can know what it is, what is the calling of their life, what is the thing that you want them to do, what is the ministry you want them to start, what is the ministry you want them to join, Father, the people that, that you want to use so we can find those who are far from Jesus, Lord. Lord, we praise you and we thank you and we will continue to worship your name. In Jesus' name, amen and amen and amen. All right, brothers and sisters, love you guys. I'll see you all again next week. God bless.